1: The G20 is meeting this weekend in New Delhi in India, and it's a big opportunity for world leaders to get into some big issues. So in this Squiz Shortcut, we're going to remind you what the G20 is, what it aims to achieve, and what members, including Australia, are hoping to get out of this year's summit. Squiz Shortcuts is your backstory to the big news stories. I'm Alex Tai.
0: And I'm Claire Kimball.
1: The G20 stands for the Group of 20, which is another one of these names from International Diplomacy, Claire, that gets thrown around a lot. So let's start with who is in the group?
0: You'll be really relieved that I'm not going to name all 20 of those <laughs> nations and blocks, but the big ones to know are the United States, China, India, Russia, Germany, and Japan. They are responsible for very big economies and populations, some of those nations. Uh, there are smaller economies like Argentina and South Africa as well, and they are considered to have emerging economies.
1: Squeeze Shortcuts listeners, will remember that we talked about South Africa hosting the BRICS summit recently, led by China and Russia as an alternative forum for these growing economies. But for now, the G20 is the big player, and altogether these 19 nations plus the European Union are responsible for over 80% of the world's economic output.
0: Yeah, it's a really big group. And it's really the reason for the G20 to exist. It's a forum for these members to work together on economic matters. And the G20 was set up for that purpose in 1999. That was after the Asian financial crisis. It was set up by G7 nations. It used to be the G8 in those days when Russia was still in the tent. But that G8 forum. Now the G7 uh, is the world's biggest economies. They get together and coordinate what they see as good for the global economy.
1: So they made the G20 and the idea at least is as the world becomes more globalised and economies interconnected, the G20 will be a forum for those high-level economic discussions. Now, the G20 leaders meet for a summit every year.
0: Yeah, and it's not just the leaders and this big summit that we're going to see in the coming days. There are meetings across the year. Things like finance ministers, central bank officials, and others, they get together. And keen listeners of Squiz Today will remember that our Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, uh, and the outgoing Governor of the Reserve Bank of Australia, that's Philip Lowe, they went to the finance ministers' meeting together in India just after Lowe was told by Chalmers that he wouldn't get another term at the Reserve Bank.
1: (laughs) Yes, that was a bit of a moment, wasn't it? Now, this year, all of these meetings across the year and the Leaders' Summit, they are all happening in India because India is the president of the G20 this year.
0: Yeah, and the way it works with the G20 is that the presidency rotates each year amongst each of the members and the president country is the one that gets to set the agenda for those meetings of the year and host all of the summits. It's quite a big undertaking.
1: So this year it's India, next year it's Brazil, Brazil. Australia had our last turn back in 2014. And Claire, we should say that these summits, the point of them is general coordination between the leaders, but each summit also has the specific goal of releasing a joint statement that's been agreed on by all members of the G20.
0: Yep, that's the communique, if you're feeling fancy, not just a joint (laughs) statement, a communique. Uh, And even though the G20 is set up as a forum to coordinate on economics, whenever you get these world leaders together, there's going to be some politics thrown in. Uh, Russia, of course, has been a big focus of it, given it's a part of the G20. And ever since Russia's invasion of Ukraine, there have been a lot of difficulties in actually getting a joint communique agreed on.
1: Last year, the United States wanted the G20 to condemn Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Russia obviously would not agree to that, and China also didn't want to sign. So instead, a leaders' declaration was issued that wasn't signed by all members.
0: And this year, a week out from the leaders' summit in India, reports say that China's Xi Jinping isn't going to attend. Uh, that hasn't actually been confirmed, but officials are planning to host China's premier instead. Uh, it Would be the first time that Xi or any president of China has skipped a G20 summit. It's a bit of a moment as well. Uh, And analysts say that it's really a shot at India.
1: China and India aren't the best of friends. And years of tension between the two boiled over in a border conflict in 2020. Xi's avoidance of the summit this weekend, if he does avoid it, will be a big statement and a spanner in the works for the G20. So let's get into that next. This year's G20 Leaders Summit is on the weekend, the 9th and 10th of September, and it's a big moment for India's Narendra Modi. He is hoping to make this G20 a moment for the world to come together in India. Or rather, he was hoping for that. The theme of the G20 in India is "One Earth, One Family, One Future." But with the news that Xi Jinping probably won't be attending the summit, that "One Family" line has aged quickly.
0: <laughs> it really has, hasn't it? But we've talked a lot, of course, about China's strained relations with the West. So his non-attendance could also be taken as a cold shudder, not just to Modi in India, but also to the United States President Joe Biden. Uh, Biden has confirmed that he'll be in India for the summit and he had said that he'd hoped to see Xi Jinping there uh, and that he would be able to do his part to help in the thaw of relations after years of very difficult dealings between China and
1: the US. And while we're on Xi Jinping and Thaw's Our Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, had hoped to meet up with Xi as well at the G20 summit.
0: Yeah, it doesn't look like that will happen, but Albanese is set to visit Beijing later this year. The details on that are very much TBC. Uh, So this G20 summit may not be the last chance that he'd get to talk to Xi face to face this year.
1: All right. Moving on from Xi, Modi has other things that he does want to get out of this year's summit.
0: Yeah. So one thing that he's talked about in the weeks leading up to the summit is that the G20 should invite the African Union to become a full member of the G20. South Africa is the only member from the continent at the moment. And if the African Union was to be invited, it would be part of connecting with the so-called Global South. That's developing nations In the southern hemisphere. Not all of them are from the southern hemisphere, but most are. Uh, They're largely in Africa, Asia, and Latin America. Uh, And giving the African Union membership is a proposal that Joe Biden has already said last year is something that he
1: would support. So it's one thing to watch out for in this summit. And the other big theme to watch out for is the language around Russia and its invasion of Ukraine.
0: Yep. Like the last couple of years, nations aligned with the United States will be pushing again to make a statement that condemns Russia's aggression in Ukraine. Putin himself won't be at the meeting in India. He hasn't international
1: arrest warrant out for him so he's really staying put in Russia at the moment. As for Modi's take on Russia, he has previously said that he wants the war to end, but he hasn't been openly critical of Russia and India still buys a lot of Russian oil.
0: Yeah, it's tricky. And Modi has also said that instead of using the G20 to make political statements, he really wants the forum to focus on its economic mission.
1: That means we'll just have to see if the Leader Summit can get a joint statement over the line this time. And that is your shortcut to India's G20 Summit. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please tell people about the podcast. And if you have any requests, you can send them through to hello at the squiz.com.au. In the meantime, there are plenty more episodes for you to have a listen to. So get on to that. Until next time.
0: Watson, co-host of News Club and The Weekly Wrap, jumping in here to say thank you for listening to our podcasts first and foremost. And if you like them, we'd really appreciate it if you could share them. Tell your mates about us, tell your family, tell your barista, tell your hairdresser, whoever you think might be interested in the news that we cover. You telling people about us is still the number one way we grow. Thanks in advance.